Welcome to Your Brain On by Salience Learning. I'm Karen Foster. And I'm Krista Gerhard. Today, Amy Parent, Director of Learning Ecosystem Platforms at Salience Learning, talks with Crystal Hawkins, Director of Sales Development at Domino, the makers of the authoring software for content development known as Domino One, and recent winner of two Brennan Hall Awards. On the trends and challenges learning and development professionals are confronted with in today's current environment. This is part one of their conversation. Hi, Crystal. Hi. Thank you for making time to have this discussion with me today. I'm Amy Perrin. I'm the Director of Learning Ecosystems here at Salience Learning. I thought maybe we could start off by introducing a little bit about who you are and also take some time to recognize why you're here today. You and I came to know each other through my work at Salience Learning and trying to help Salience Learning realize the vision of their capability academies. We also have a working relationship just within the industry and systems and, and all that jazz. But could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I'm from, well, you'll probably hear the A's come out, but um, yeah, I am from Canada, <laughs> specifically geographically, but I work with Domino Learning Systems. We are based and headquartered here in Ottawa, and I am the director of sales, um, been here for about six years. So definitely love our relationship together that we've had over the years and uh, been able to just collaborate in many different ways when it comes to all things e-learning. Part of the reason why we asked you here today in particular was to acknowledge the fact that you just won a Brandon Hall Award. Is that not true? We did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes. Congratulations. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what a Brandon Hall Award is and then what it is you got actually recognized for. For sure. So Brandon Hall, uh, what they do every year is they, they try and recognize excellence within technology. So what we applied for, we worked alongside with, with clients such as yourself to be able to win not only one, but two awards, um, which is kind of rare from what I understand. And we won gold in, in both. And what that looks like is gold in technology excellence for authoring, and technology excellence for content management, which really sets us aside from being quite unique in this space. Typically, folks will win either one or the other. So because of what we do here at Domino, which also just to, to expand on that, is we are an all-in-one authoring solution, essentially. Uh, but we are quite unique, hence the, the two gold awards within Brennan Hall, because we offer such robust capabilities for folks that do create content for their organizations. And why it is unique is that because it is cloud-based, for one example, it empowers your team of fellow content creators, as well as subject matter experts to collaborate together, work together. There's no, you know, things like file sharing, which creates bottlenecks. That's one capability, but there, there's a lot of strength behind Domino One. Yeah, in my experience, you've been ahead in the industry with trying to solve that kind of problem. But in terms of the award, in your own words, what specific trend, gap, or opportunity in learning and development do you think was really captured in that award? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, especially for, for one of the awards, one of our clients specifically talked about the pandemic, an unfortunate circumstance, but it was a game changer in how people, when they are creating content, and when I say content, that's any type of training, you know, whether it's onboarding, it's, you know, training for employees for workplace safety, or even just typical management training, all the way to clients and partnerships, you name it. So the types of trends that I've been noticing since that is that it's really opened everyone's eyes to not be so dependent on specific solutions that they have in-house. Now, companies are actually asking themselves, what is going to provide me with the flexibility to do what I need to do? What metrics am I responsible for, like goals and what's being driven down from the company above? How am I going to achieve my goals or my company's goals with what I have now? And am I limited with what I have and if so, what does that mean for the business and for, for my job? So those questions really surround the, the trend of what else is out there and what can I do differently that I'm not doing now? I agree 100%. And if you think about it from a learning engineer perspective in looking at that entire process, all the individuals that are involved in making those kinds of decisions, what goals, what metrics, what am I going to build? Why am I going to build it? who's going to build it for me. That is a lot of what we see as we were developing our own capabilities in being able to close that gap. Because the reality for us was that it wasn't one person who was responsible for all of that. We had architecture and design experts, you know, Karen Foster leading that initiative. Um, but in collaboration with other experts in measurement, in development. Um, and your tool allowed all of those different people to come together in that space and, and add their expertise so that we did build things that were the right type, that we were able to put in that infrastructure on the back so we could get the data that we were looking for. So I really think that's an interesting trend gap and challenge that a lot of us are facing. And it's interesting that your Brandon Hall Ward captured some of that. Is that fair to say? That's it, that's fantastically said. Yes, I mean, very well worded because when we did this award, it was speaking with organizations that couldn't do this with other solutions that they had. So these are the types of folks I'm talking about, right? They're coming to us saying, this is what I'm looking for. The pandemic has caused us to make the shift because of remote working or just my employees or my clients or fill in the, you know, fill in the blank. My learners have forced us to essentially adapt to the new, you know, the new normal. And what Domino really provides is, is think of it as like an ecosystem. It's an ecosystem of e-learning that is really unique. So not only are we providing the ability to empower content creators, but we are also including the subject matter experts to say, what's the insight on this? You know, what is happening with this content? Where can I contribute my knowledge? Empowering people to work together better. Yeah, so well, congratulations. And I do think that, you know, there is that interesting intersection that brought us together. And we were really excited to be able to take those processes and put them behind our capability development. If we were to kind of step away from the specific relationship that we have together around that ecosystem, 
are there any other kinds of, of trends or challenges that you just hear about in general that are in the L&D in space that your solution may or may not you know, solve for, but they're definitely front and center in conversation. Mm -hmm. Just talking about the, the trend of what are your pain points currently? Now, if your pain points are, we can't collaborate together. Um, we can't, you know, reuse content. We can't um, get insight into what's going on. I would ask yourself to take a step back and, and find out what other departments in your organization, what their goals are for five years when it comes to their teams because i would bet that those individual departments they all have issues that they need to figure out and how would that relate to you and you know that's something i know we'll we'll touch on eventually but scalability is the first thing that comes to mind everybody always looks for growth so if you are looking for growth in your organization whether it's your company's goal is to grow x amount within the next year two years five years how are you going to scale with that if whether it's training demands or meeting other departments needs to provide training and so on you know this is really resonating with me because what i'm thinking of is that concept of having that enterprise thinking mindset i mean there's it's changing and it's evolving, but it used to be like you were the only learning, you know, designer or you're a team of like three <laughs> way over here in the corner, right? Um, definitely mm -hmm. the pandemic has changed that. Definitely we're trending in the other direction, but I don't know if we've evolved our way of working to move in that trend. And I think things like you're saying, like figuring out, thinking more enterprise wide, having that mindset of, of, of going beyond and maybe even being the consultant at the table and asking those questions, you know, who else do I need to talk to? Who else has the, has the data or the expertise in this area? And what can they do to help us understand what the problem is that we need to solve and if learning's the right thing? So I really think that resonates and it goes back to, right. I think that other big trend, this has been trending for a while and I think it's been a really tough nut to crack and people are starting to expose their in-house experiments around measurement, data capture and bringing in that learning engineer side of it of when do you do that in the process, you know? A lot of people I think are thinking about it after the effect or they're not sure going into it. And then like in the middle of the process, you have the aha moment, which is fine. But I think the more collaboration, the more upfront we can start to get that. What are you seeing people do out there to kind of shift in that direction? That's music to my ears, what you just said in terms of metrics and tracking and all of that. You know, if you are a, a client of mine, I want to make sure that what are we doing or providing you that's going to help you achieve your goals, right? It's more than just, here's a, another solution that you can throw in your mixture, you know, your pot of other things. There's more than that. You know, it's what things are you responsible for? And a lot of people that I talk to, you nailed it. They don't know how to track it, you know, and they're, they're honest with me too, is it, that is something hard to put together, put to papers. How do you actually track that? And within training, think of so many different aspects. You've got content that you're typically creating for other departments, right? So how do you have that insight? Well, things to factor in would be speed to proficiency. If you are looking to onboard employees, well, how long is it taking to onboard employees? If it's a year, that's it's a long time, typically, depending on the industry and the field that you're in. 
But to save time, time is money, how are you going to cut that development time in half? Other things like the, the collaboration aspect of it, but um, all of those tie into metrics. You know, how do you track specific things? If your clients or employees or learners, whatever they are, are they engaged in the type of content that you're creating? And how are you tracking that, right? I mean, XAPI is a term that's, I, I've been here for six years. That is something that is still new to folks, but it is really taking off. Um, so I would, yeah, definitely challenge people to, to take a step back and scalability. What does that mean? You know, is it metrics? How am I gonna track things? How am I going to report to the CEO that the training program that we just created is actually helping because of XYZ, you know, and it's saving the company time and it's saving the money. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Brain On. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Krista Gerhardt. And I'm Karen Foster. And we'll see you next time.